This is Adel Busani, and I am your host for Mending Broken Beliefs podcast. Every Monday and Thursday, we upload new episodes from incredible speakers who share their wisdom on important life lessons and their personal journeys towards living a purposeful life. Tune in on Thursdays to get my latest scoop on self-growth and new transformational life concepts. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel. Yeah, I'm excited today. It's inter- it's interesting because with um, when we talk about leadership, you know, it, it often is um, very directed at leading other people and looking up to other leaders. And just as a as a society, we really look up to and want to be like different leaders that are out there, whether that's in business or in the community. And what I found that's really interesting is when we try to be like somebody else and try to do what other leaders do to you know, gain the status and influence that they have, we kind of lose our own influence. And we also wow. lose our own um, inner motiva- motivation and, and sense of fulfillment. And really self-leadership is about understanding who we are as a person, what motivates us, what's purposeful and meaningful for us and stepping into that. So self-leadership is about being more of ourself, which um, enables us to be more influential towards others. If you look at some of the the most sort of effective leaders in the world, many of them are very in touch with who they are and what they're doing and what their purpose is. That's where their sense of leadership comes from. It's not, it doesn't come from trying to emulate somebody else or do what someone else is doing. It comes from understanding what we want as an individual and kind of filling out that role. That's incredible. Yeah, I love the way you you brought this entire topic in and explained it in such a simple way. Um, I resonate with it a lot. I actually recently posted on Instagram on my story, um, like a morning rant, you know, where now we're seeing all these uh, protests and people are just screaming and yelling, wanting change or using their voice. You look at Instagram, you look at any social media platform, people want change, but the way they're doing it is by trying to change other people, by trying to lead other people. And what I had said in my post was, you know, the only way we can achieve change in the world is when you start with yourself, when you start changing yourself, take the lead on yourself, like you said, and really make the change that you want to see in your own self. Because if you're so focused on what other people are not doing, you're not doing anything. And I think that works really well with what you're saying with self-leadership. Really take the reins in your own life and see how it pertains to you and focus on yourself instead of focusing on other people. And this is very important. Yeah, I agree. And I think sometimes we think of, of leadership you know, there's a certain prestige and idea that there's going to be fulfillment that comes from being a leader. And often we judge how effective we are as a leader by how big of a group we have or how many followers we have. And really, um, I think that's, that's one of the struggles of leadership is that doesn't bring just, just that alone, you know, trying to influence others and, and thinking that we have influence over others isn't what brings a deep sense of satisfaction or change, like you said. You know, we can be a leader of a group that is um, 
you know, it really looks up to us and adores us, yet isn't really bringing about effectual change. I think that's that's a big question with self-leadership is, you know, what are you leading and what what is your purpose there? And I think um, as we as we dig into those sort of questions, I I could see how um, you know leadership isn't created equal. We would have much more meaning and impact and influence over a small group that was really working towards a very um, clearly defined cause and purpose than we would just like you said spraying things out there and and um, hoping people will follow us. Yeah, yeah. Self self uh, leadership is i mean I, I couldn't have said it a better way and I, i'm trying to like explain leadership in a more simple way but you pretty much said it like in the simplest way possible self-leadership is really taking the lead in your own life um, and that comes in so many different forms i mean we can take control in our own life when it comes to addictions when it comes to our career when it comes to opportunities um, when it comes to challenges so many different ways where we have a choice of how we want to control a situation. Um, would you agree that's the same thing as self-leadership, really taking the control in your behaviors and actions? Absolutely. I mean, often I, I think we're so sort of seduced by leadership that we wait for someone else to take the lead. Mm. We wait in our job, you know, instead of taking a risk and, and making an investment in ourselves, we wait for someone else to come and pick on us or choose us or give us that opportunity or make that opening for us. And when we do that, we just are stuck in, in sort of a cycle of waiting and wondering why we aren't fulfilled, wondering why we aren't creating change. Self-leadership is acknowledging and recognizing I'm an individual and what I do and what I feel is meaningful, it matters, and it has an impact. And so self-leadership is taking that step of saying, um, you know, I don't like what's going on in my company. I'm going to take the stand. Nobody else is going to do it. You know, I might, I might get reprimanded. I might lose, you know, my status or my, my brownie points or my job, but it, I feel strong enough about it that I'm going to take the stand. And that's yeah. moments of self-leadership. And that's where, you know, real change comes from. I think I could, we couldn't have said this in a better time. Um, obviously, you know, I, I record every episode in advance. So this episode is probably not going to air until September time. But right now, as we're recording this, um, the protests and everything that's going on, this, we couldn't have recorded this in a better time because this is exactly what's going on. People are trying to lead other people trying to force other people to change while the change that we are seeking for is in ourselves. So I'm not sure, I'm hoping that it's gonna be over by September time, but I'm not sure. But even if not, I mean, it, it would, it still is a very important topic to get into because like you said, self-leadership is something that we can take in with many different directions. Um, and I believe that when we do take that change in ourselves, we will see the change in the world you know, slowly but surely, it's like that ripple effect. Um, I want to know, though, you know, it's very interesting to me that you chose the topic of self-leadership because, you know, I, I checked out your Instagram and you're all about that. And uh, I wanted to know, what would be your best way to start influencing self-leadership on yourself? Like, if you're, for example, saying, like, I had enough, I want to take control of my life, 
Um, I want to lead. I want to decide. I, I'm the boss of my own life. What steps would you say is necessary to create that change in yourself so that you become that change that you want? That's a, that's a fantastic question. And, and I've been over the last several years, that's been like a very specific question. I've tried to um, clarify and, and really figure out what is the secret sauce? What's the difference between someone that's just kind of coasting along and someone that is really um, developing a lot of self-leadership? And for me, the golden thread is um, self-awareness. And it's, it's not an obvious thing, but um, I, I read a quote a couple of weeks ago. It said something like, um, when your purpose and passion is greater than your fear, you can make anything happen. And I think often we wait for the fear to go away. We're, we're afraid of change. We're afraid of stepping into what is meaningful and purposeful for us. We're afraid of taking a stand. We're afraid of, you know, putting ourselves out there and we hope somehow that that fear goes away. And the reality is the fear never goes away. And the, the sort of secret sauce to it from a self-leadership standpoint is how can I increase my purpose and passion so that it's greater than that existing fear? And I feel like that comes from really anything that brings self-awareness. So instead of wondering what other people think, it is asking questions and inquiring and finding out what other people think. Um, you know, wondering if we're good enough, finding out in an objective way, in what ways am I good enough? And that, that sort of sense of self-awareness allows us to be more of who we are. And that is really what gives us the power and clarity to make a purposeful stand and not, not be so controlled by the fear of what other people think and what's happening on the outside. I love that. I never heard that, you know, I, I obviously I heard about like, you know, self-awareness. It's a very important, and it's the, the most crucial part in order to make that change is self-awareness. But I, I never heard the way you just explained it, which is stop wondering, but actually finding out, like stop wondering if you're good enough, find out if you're good enough. And that's a really big difference where that's where I believe a lot of people get stuck because we keep wondering, we keep wondering, am I good enough? Am I, am I, you know, am I going to do good in this? Am I, is this going to fail? You know, we keep asking ourselves questions. Will it can, you know, but we don't actually take the necessary steps to find out if that is actually the truth. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you said like, you know, the fear never goes away. It's completely true. Like you can see somebody on stage for 30 years and still, you know, every time before they get on stage, they'll still get that butterfly, those butterflies, they'll still have to talk themselves into getting on the stage. Even 30 years after practicing the same speeches over and over again, you know, it's that, it's the, this universal fear, for example, of public speaking or doing something that's threatening. And honestly, like, criticism is something that's threatening to us, to our egos. And so, you know, we feel like we need to please everybody. And when we get that criticism, it kind of hurts our egos. That's a threat to our, to our self-esteem, so to speak. So that's why I feel we have such a big fear of, of public speaking. But that public speaking is just an example of a fear. Um, but really, if we're afraid of doing something, we need to step up and do what we're afraid of to break it, to chip away at that fear. And I think that's a very big part. Like, that's the core of self-leadership in reality. 
really stepping out of your comfort zone, doing things that you're not used to doing, because that's the only way we can grow. Huge. And I think, I think maybe just using a practical example, let's say you're um, working a job and, and you're looking to get a promotion. You know, the, the non-self-leadership thing to do would, would be to just kind of cruise along. And when you don't get the promotion or one of your colleagues does, you, you look at things to blame it on. And you wonder, you know, why was I passed over for the promotion? The self-leadership thing to do would be to go to your boss or whoever is responsible for your promotion and say, what do I need to do to get the promotion? And that conversation right there is terrifying because it's, <laughs> it's inviting, like you said, it's inviting criticism. It's inviting feedback. Yet that's really what's going to help us understand. Maybe we have a blind spot that we're not, a, not aware of until we invite that in and make ourselves aware of what that is we're gonna be stuck doing the same thing over and over again. And so, I mean, like you said, fear I think is a huge controlling factor. And um, really from, um, really from the, the standpoint of self-leadership, sometimes we think, well, we have to do this huge thing or it's not valid. And my point with self-awareness is, okay, it might be too big of a thing to go and confront your boss. But what are some small steps you could take to really uncover more of what's happening with yourself? What are some small things you could do to reject this sort of fear or idea that, you know, the criticism is saying something about us that we can't change? What are some things I could do to get closer to that, lean into that? You know, what you said is completely true, and I love the way you said that because I actually listened to somebody talk about it before on one of our other episodes. She was saying that, you know, a lot of times we're afraid of speaking up. We're afraid of talking to somebody who is actually has greater status than us because we feel like we, um, we can't compare our status with their status. You know, for example, your boss. So you feel much smaller than your boss, whether because they have more experience, because of their title, because of, um, you know, because they actually own the company or whatever it is. But in honest truth is, if we're going to keep comparing ourselves to other people, that's going to increase our fear. And she gave this incredible example. Imagine you have a small box. Okay, you have a small box. And right next to this box, you place a bigger box. So when you're comparing the two boxes, the small box, you're going to say this is a small box because you're comparing it to the box right next to it, which is bigger, right? But if you're going to place those two boxes and you're going to put an even bigger box next to this uh, box that was bigger before, suddenly this big box turns small because you're putting it next to an even bigger box. So if you're going to keep comparing yourself to somebody else, you're always going to look at yourself as small because you're comparing yourself to something that's bigger than you but that bigger thing is small compared to something else so it's, relative. Yeah. it's like so our fear in reality is about you know i'm not enough i'm going to fail i'm not going to please um you know i don't have the authority or things like that but if we remind ourselves that we are the leaders of our of our own existence of our life and we can identify our strengths and our weaknesses and really stop this comparison of, you know, this person is greater than me. This person has more than me. 
if only I had, if only I did, then it would really help us chip off that fear that we have. And we can actually, because I believe that fear really puts a veil to our eyes and really hate, like it, it kind of makes us blind to the reality, to the truth of our life. And if we can like move that veil of fear, we can actually see the truth. And the truth is that we are all so important to this existence. We're all so unique. And the fact that we can take our strengths and weaknesses and use it in ourselves to lead ourselves in the way that we need to in our own life. And everyone's going to have a different way of leading themselves. Everyone has their own story, their own strengths, their own weaknesses, their own tools. Um, but if we can take those tools and learn to lead ourselves with them, I think that can really create, uh, that's the perfect like ingredient to create this self leadership that we're talking about right now. What do you think of that? Yeah, absolutely. I think, I think really what, what you're talking about too is, you know, that comes back to the self-awareness as well. We need to understand what we need, what motivates us, what's, what's, you know, what's our purpose. And when we understand that we can take the lead of ourselves and we can, you know, once we start really paying attention to what's important to us, I think some of those things that we fixate on outside become less and less important. And fear is absolutely you know, a, an ever-present emotion that has um, a lot less substance to it than we think, yet so much power to control us if we allow it to. Yeah. Yeah. You know, often, often we'll get in a, a, a situation where we can feel, you know, panic, like, you know, what on earth is my boss going to think? And if you stop and pause and really break that down, you realize, well, you know, the worst that can happen really isn't that bad. Yeah. Yet the, sometimes the you know the flip side is the the risk and reward that's there for taking action can be huge. Yeah. Yeah. We're always so busy to we're always so busy thinking of what other people will think about us. Um, you know, sometimes when we need to take action that is necessary for our growth, and other people might think of us as you know weird or. You know, I, I know personally that when I'm, I mean, I'm on this spiritual growth myself and sometimes like I'll find myself um, talking to myself in my house. Obviously, I don't want to talk to myself out of my house. <laughs> They'll think I need some serious help. But like sometimes like if I'm even next to my sister and I'll start talking to myself um, and I'll get this feedback, like what's wrong with you? Not like in a way where she's actually trying to hurt my you know my feelings are in a way where it's like degrading in a way but it's like when you some when somebody doesn't agree with what you're doing or they just don't understand what you're doing but you need it for your growth if you keep thinking of what other people think of you you're, you're never going to get to that level of growth because you're always going to be stopped by what this person is going to be thinking what this person is going to be saying so i think that's also i mean it's all connected fear comparison self-awareness self-leadership that all comes together into building who we are meant to be and what our purpose is in this world. Absolutely. And I think, I think the, the important thing too, that's, that's counterintuitive here is, um, you know, if we want real influence and real powerful leadership of others, you know, we always hear that it starts with us. Change starts with us. And that's, that's a very simple way of putting it, but I think that's true when we can really tap into who we are as individuals and take the lead of ourselves, that's when we have real 
influence and leadership over others. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's an amazing way to say, it, and that's the only way to really say it. that's the truth. <laughs> that really is the truth. Like your your change starts with you. That's it. Yep. And I think another thing I've been been sitting with lately is, um, you know, we've talked talked about fear when we sort of stagnate and we feel like, um, you know, what I'm doing isn't meaningful anymore. Like I'm 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 really grasping for purpose or meaning or satisfaction. You know, that's an invitation and a flag to say pause and and reflect and find ways to connect with yourself. I've found it, it's like riding a bike. You ride a bike up a hill and you get this great thrill and feeling of accomplishment riding downhill. You can't recreate that some other way. It doesn't feel the same if you get in a car and put your bike on the back and take it up the hill. And sometimes that's frustrating to realize to get that satisfaction and that sense of um, deep fulfillment, we have to do something hard. And I think that's the reality. We're growing constantly we're developing we're maturing our sense of meaning and deep satisfaction comes from stepping into what we fear and taking the lead you know in, in whatever we're doing and that starts you know it's a very inner thing we don't have to be afraid of the same things but often that's where fulfillment is found when we stagnate and when we are not leading ourselves is when we find a lot of frustration and despondency and you know, apathy in our lives. I love that. There was no better way to end this episode than how you just explained that entire example. I loved it. It was beautiful. And I can totally resonate with that. Well, thank you very much for having me on today, Eden. Yeah, absolutely. Um, listen, do you have a website or resources that people can find you at? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I, I am working on releasing a book called Escaping the Drowning Machine. Um, hopefully by the time this podcast airs, it will likely be released or, or forthcoming very shortly. Um, and my coaching-related website is soulsafaricoaching.com. And I'll have, um, I'll have details about the book launch there, and you can connect with me there. And um, we'd love to chat or answer questions or connections in any way. Yeah, and your Instagram is also Soul Safari Coaching, right? Yes. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here, Peter. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you for tuning in to Mending Broken Beliefs podcast and for joining me on the adventure of my life. I hope you found this episode to be enjoyable and valuable. To find out more about us, you can visit our website at edenbusani.com. If you enjoy this episode and feel others can benefit from it as well, spread the love by sharing.